Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. The Movie Show. It's the KSL Movie Show. It gave the audience feelings they weren't sure they should enjoy. With Doug Wright and Steve Sales. The week's big movie review. Movie news, games, and prizes. Here, here's Doug Wright. In the future, if you could not interrupt me, that would be way better. On KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, despite popular demand, the movie show is back on the airwaves as KSL substantially lowers the broadcast standards and accommodates the movie show for for three hours. (laughs) Yeah, right. Oh, only 38 years, Steve. So, you know, shows you what kind of tolerance these folks have. They're like, really, 38 years? I know. (laughs) Really? (laughs) We've let this thing happen for 38 years? What is wrong with us? Hey, the movie show today is coming to you from... NPS. And I decided, you said nice place for Steve. I think it's no place for Steve. I think they're putting up the signs right now. I think we decided it was a nice place for Smug Doug. Smug Doug? Yes. Smug now, Doug. now, now there, there are too many letters in that, Steve. It's one word. Smug Doug. Smug Doug? Yeah. <laughs> it's one word. Is that spelled with a capital S? Maybe. Okay. The movie show. Hey, since it's a sponsored feature, we probably ought to do it. Okay. Don't you think? Sure. I mean, when Call Climate Services is putting up the big bucks, I think this cost them a dollar ninety-eight. <laughs> oh, the s- price went up. Huh? The price went well. You know, there's inflation. inflation. There's inflation. Yeah, that's up nine percent from wow. last year. But it's time for the movie show preview, ladies and gentlemen. Sponsored by our infamous friends. No, we're the infamous folks. He's the legit guy. Absolutely. Yeah, Scott Call at Call Climate. Services. The following preview has been rated G and is appropriate for all audiences. The Movie Show Special Feature. Okay, here we go. Let's talk movies first. All right. Big movie review of the week is Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Are you praying? This is the sweetest, most charming little movie I have seen in a long, long time. It was absolutely I just, adorable. I walked out feeling good about the world. I felt good about kids and parents and yeah. teachers, and it was just great. We're getting a note. taking notes. <laughs> Julie's over there. Says, right, yes, yes for Margaret. She's writing us a pass so we can go over and get the cat food that's on sale so I you can feed that your the raccoons. The moment I said it, I wished I hadn't. Yeah, yeah. okay. i got to so, feed the kitties. We have three now. <laughs> he's becoming the feral cat 
you know, wrangler of unincorporated sandy My area. neighbor came over the other day and goes, you know, you have a cat on your roof, right? Yeah, like, that's right. Actually, that's a security camera, and uh-huh. he just moves back and forth. So sure watch what is. you're doing. Sure it is. Okay, so are you there, God? Yes. Oh, yes. yes. It's me, Margaret. Then we'll talk about showing up, polite society, and Big George Foreman. Well, Big George screened last night at yeah. the same time as Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, well, so did you choose wisely? I did. I went you to did. see Guardians. You know, I worked for a little radio station that was actually owned by George Foreman. You know, I met him once. Yeah. And he has the biggest hand. It was like shaking hands with a catcher's mitt. Yeah. It was huge. I'm like, hi, I'm just a little boy. I couldn't believe it. See, now you hijacked my whole story. Oh, what do you got? Sure, it was better than mine. He owned KMOR for a while. Oh, yeah, that's that's riveting. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Ray Graham, who was a Graham Cracker. I was a Graham Cracker backer for Ray Graham back in the day. He was, he was you were the a cracker backer? disc jockey, and Sounds he was odd. on KMUR at Ooh. that time. Yeah, so meanwhile, back at the ranch. Uh, let's see. What else have we got going on? Okay. After the big movie review, we've got movie news. Yes. Riveting stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, our special guest, Joe Puente, is oh, going to be joining us. We're going to talk about what's happening with the Utah Filmmaker Association. Uh, they got some things going on this weekend. And let's see, the movie show Top Ten, yeah. sponsored by Call Climate Services. You know, they're... <laughs> He's up to four bucks now. <laughs> well, no, that costs a little more. Oh. Yeah. That's maybe $2.39. We need to find him a discount. Yeah, we <laughs> <laughs> oh, there are big discounts available. Let's see. And telephone torture. Yeah. Okay. I want you to know that I gave Dee the telephone torture test today. Yeah, but she's she's a member of Mensa. We don't, we can't. Well, not quite. Are you sure? I There's a level above. I mean, because, you know, she has to be above Sharon Stone. Okay. She's a member of Mensa. She is? Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, let, anyway. Let anybody in. But I want you to know. That she got all five of the the questions correct and the bonus question. Oh, gold star. How I sweet, see. huh? So there you have it, a little forewarning. So if you don't get it right. <laughs> so if you don't get it right, you know, Dee's just going to, you know, <laughs> she'll be sitting there laughing, but not too much. She doesn't want to hurt the hip, you know. She, she By the way, better? she's recuperating very well. Good. Yeah, she got the... Uh, Sign off on the dock the other day that things are going great. She so. can throw stuff now at you? Yeah. <laughs> I guess that doesn't affect the hip. She does. Oh, wait, that's her It wrist. does. She, well, she's, she she's right-handed. Oh, okay. So, so yeah. it doesn't affect, you no know, problem. throwing things at me. Oh, yeah. you're on D's hit list now. Okay, so. I doubt it. There you, I thought that was funny. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do when a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything it was violent it was senseless and i will never understand it i will never accept it i'm amy donaldson and unfortunately we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives but what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt in a new podcast the letter we relive tragedy but only so we can hear the rest of the story, the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com 
or wherever you get your podcasts. And now, the big movie review. Doug and Steve tell you everything your family needs to know about the biggest release of the week. Now, boy, here's something you need to know. This segment is sponsored by the great people at uh, Paris RV. Oh, yes. Very right. cool. Oh, we need to turn your microphone down. <laughs> All right, we're turning you it mean off. off. Yeah, okay, or just cool. cut it off completely. Oh, it's so good to have you back. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I can see. Where have I been, by the way? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Okay, the big movie of the, of the week. You know, when I, I was aware of the book, I'd, I'd never read it. Did you but, see her in the movie? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And where, then, where was she? She was there in the movie. No, I'm trying to remember the scene. I honestly can't remember. She's right walking now. her dog down the oh, sidewalk. That's right. So anyway, I've heard of this book. I've never read it. And so I went to this movie not really fully knowing what to expect. And I was honestly just charmed and enthralled by Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. Let's get a sound from that. Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. I'm here to speak to you today about your changing body. Please, just do this one thing for me. Don't you just be normal and regular like everybody else? Just please, 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 please. <laughs> you know, in this movie, Steve, it's it's all about, you know, coming of age and, you know, the, the joys and the, the marvels and the challenges of, of growing into womanhood. Yeah. And I, I think that this ought to be a must-see for every guy on the planet. You know, it, it really well, should. definitely for every girl. And definitely. No, every guy. Oh. It, I think it's almost more important for guys. I really That's do. I thought this had an incredible way of making guys just, you know, so much more sensitive. Yeah, and just wake an up. awakening, yeah. you know, to, to what the, these marvelous, you know, women are dealing with, what they're going through, the magic that occurs. And... I, I watched this, and I I just got choked up in some spots. I just felt better about the whole world watching little Margaret go through all kinds of things. It's not all just about a, a woman's body. It's about the idea of moving at a certain age, yeah. moving out of the city over into New Jersey. And then I and this, I thought, was handled so beautifully. The challenges of... A father who is Jewish, a mother who is Christian, and some fairly significant family factors that go into that mm. that include even estrangement over it. Oh. And what that does to kids. And that there was there was a line where, you know, little Margaret is talking about and she's writing a paper for her teacher. And she's kind of witnessed firsthand and found out a little bit why she has a grandmother on one side and no grandparents on the other side. Or does she? And she writes that what she's learned about religion is that it makes people fight. And I thought, you know, I'll never forget James Mishner in an interview. Somebody said, you know, Mr. Mishner, you you consider yourself to be a citizen of the world. You've written about all the different cultures and everything else out there. Is there anything out there as you look now at the end of your life that still shocks and disappoints you. And he said, yes, the fact that we are still fighting and killing our, ourselves over religion. Mm-hmm. And isn't that the great tragedy of it? Yeah. But it isn't a, a, an indictment on religion. You it's, mean this movie? No, uh-huh. it, it, it indicts us on how we live and how we wield our religions. But that's not the overall story. But I marveled at how it wove it all together. I love this movie, Steve. Four stars for me. Unabashed four stars. 
Yeah, I gave it an A minus. I'm not even sure why. I just thought, was there something in there that I didn't? I thought Kathy Bates might have been a little over the top. Uh, there were a couple of things that I, I wish had been done. But it's a beautiful film. It is a beautiful film. And the, you know who that young woman is? The same. She was the daughter of Ant Man feeding the little big ant under the table. Oh, that's right. That's her. That's right. She was amazing. I can't remember her name. She's such a head. she's such a real little girl. Abby she's writer. Forsen, yeah. Yeah. She is amazing. And, the, you know, um, the mom. Uh, I've, I've got. Yeah, I'm trying to get up. Rachel McAdams. <laughs> Rachel McAdams. I'm talking to my stunt double. You know, it's there. interesting to watch people kind of go from that stunning, young, beautiful, you know, uh, whether it's the notebook or whatever, you know, the, the movie might be. And then they start going into mom roles. Yeah. And I thought she was absolutely amazing and you know you mentioned kathy bates and you know uh, it's just um, amazing performances throughout so you're giving it an a minus a minus yeah probably could be talked into an a it's really that let me point. talk you into an a well no just because you oh it, now you're not now, gonna get it <laughs> see if now if igor had asked Oh, it'll be an A plus plus. You'd be doing a little Ralphie on us. Well, here. that's because he would call it a delicious movie. So yeah, a delicious movie. But no, it, it is. It's it's definitely worth seeing, and uh, every gender. It doesn't matter, male, female. Go see this film. Yep. It is just as sweet as can be. She's struggling, you know, that whole, you know. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I, I remember the ads for things like that. You know, when, when you know, you must, you must, you must improve your bust. Yeah. And, and then when the brother barges in and oh. just those little awkward yeah, crushes. Yeah, little you know, moose thing with the lawn mowing. With the lawn what mowing. adorable movie. I mean, it, it really, it captures the a childhood. And, and that's probably why they had to make it in the 70s. That's a, the age of innocence. I don't know what it was, but it just, yeah. there was something about that whole production that just yep. resonated with me. And okay. I just really enjoyed it. So it's wide release. It's showing yeah. all over the place, and it is a sweet What's the name of little it movie. Are You There, God? It's me, Margaret, and just wonderful. Love. And it's rated what? Oh, it's got to be rated what? PG? Uh, PG-13, I thought. Did it go all the way to 13? Uh, yeah, yeah, PG-13. Yeah, it did. Okay, PG-13. But, boy, you know, it's one of those things. You think of what can qualify in a PG-13 category. You can have all kinds of language. You can have even a little bit of nudity. You can do all kinds of things. And if, um, you know, it, it it just is so sweet. It, I feel like it almost should have been a PG. But, you know, they have their rules, I suppose. Well, they do talk about sensitive subjects, but it's not. But that's but that's the, that's the, the beauty of it. That's the, exactly the classy way they handled yep. difficult subjects. Yep. Or awkward. Yeah, almost aw- more yeah, than awkward. Uh, the only thing that was difficult in here, I thought, was the religion stuff. Everything else was just kind of awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Stephen, I think it's time for a little movie news. Oh yes. All right, here we go. Not just any news. Stop what you're doing and listen. Movie news. On the KSL Movie Show. Okay. Are you ready for this, Steve? Yes. If you've been waiting for Arnold Schwarzenegger to be back on the big screen. Yes. He is going to be back is on the big screen. Is he going to be in a chopper? No, he's going to be in jail. It's an action thriller called Breakout. and well, Apparently uh, not going to be there very long. Apparently, well, his stepson, Daniel Stephen, is framed and sentenced to 25 years in a foreign country. And the Schwarzenegger character, Reynolds, makes a daring jailbreak to save him and must overcome overzealous prison wardens. I thought maybe accents. Yeah, whatever it it might be. Breakout will be directed 
by the filmmaker Scott Waugh, who is currently hard at work on bringing the Expendables back. Expendables I thought they were expendable. Yeah, no, no, no. They're not really that expendable because they make money. They keep coming back. They keep coming back. Now, before going back to the big screen, he's going to be on the small screen in the upcoming spy outing called FUBAR, F-U-B-A-R. Schwarzenegger stars in the series as Luke, who's been lying to his daughter, Stephen, about his time and his employment in espionage. And the um, this will be the first leading role, a scripted live-action television series for Schwarzenegger. FUBAR is set to be released to stream on Netflix May 25th of this year. Yeah, I'm waiting for it. So what do you got here, Steve? Vince Vaughn has agreed to star and possibly produce a sequel to his 2004 hit comedy, mm-hmm. Dodgeball. <laughs> It's unclear whether the original writer-director, Rawson Marshall Thurber, will be involved, but, or if any of the returning cast, one can't make it. One can't make it because he has since passed. Rip Torn was great. Torn from us too soon. I know. Love that guy. He still did the best Nixon I've ever seen. Oh, he did a great Nixon. Oh, he was amazing. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge Dodge a ball. (laughs) So that, uh, no date yet, but uh, that's happening, so yay. It's happening for sure. Yeah, Dodgeball is coming back. Do they have a? Sub name for it, Dodgeball, uh, the return of the Dodge wrench, or what? <laughs> I don't know. Joe Russo, well, he's predicting that artificial intelligence basically is slowly going to overtake much of Hollywood. No. He says, from custom illustrations, imaging, anything that you might think of or desire, a literal scripting out of stories. You know, we've heard that. You plug in certain things. Writes the story for you. I'm, I'm having a hard time with this, but he said it's going to be really difficult for ancient guys like you and me, baby boomers. But the Gen Zs and the millennials, they're just going to eat this stuff up. What they'll, about thought? They'll know. I know. And, you know, individual you know, human creativity. But anyway, he said potentially. He gives this example. And I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but this is from the quote. Potentially, you could walk into your house at the end of the day and say to the AI on your streaming platform, basically, hey, I want a movie starring my photoreal avatar and Marilyn Monroe's photoreal avatar. I want a rom-com because I've had a rough day. He said, that's not too far in the future. And it'll just whip one out? And just whip one out. Just to, you know, you'll be in it. You'll be in it with Marilyn Monroe. It'll make you happy because you had a bad day. Well, you want to run Marilyn thumb. Monroe. He said, when asked how long Russo thinks we have until full-on AI movies are released, Russo had this guesstimate. He just blurted it out, and he said, two years. Yeah. Wow. You know, isn't that just creepy? But I, I I know some you know Gen Zs and well, I, I know some horror movies that I wish were AI'd. Yeah, well, some might have been. Kenneth Branagh. I know the guy. Great Shakespearean actor. He's unveiled a, he unveiled a new trailer for his latest Agatha Christie movie. Oh, really? Yes, it's called A Haunting in Venice. Okay, so we've been on the Orient Express, we've been on the Nile, and yep. now we go to Venice now on we the go canals. To Oh, well, hey, wait, hang on here. Okay. So he, he showed the trailer at CinemaCon this week. We've heard all kinds of things going on at CinemaCon. Yeah, that's right. That's where all of our Megaplex friends have been. Yeah, exactly. He will return as along with Jamie Dornan, who was yes. in uh, Fifty Shades, uh, Tina Fey. Fifty Shades. Uh, I wouldn't know that, Steve. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're too pure. <laughs> 
<laughs> I threw myself on their grenade hat. Oh, sure over. you did. Uh-huh. Okay. It's Tina Fey, Michelle Yeoh. Tina Fey. Tina Fey. Okay. Michelle Yeoh, Kelly Riley, Beth from Yellowstone. Ooh. Since they're not making Yellowstone right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's got she's got to get a job. You know? Okay, here's the plot. Yeah. It's set in eerie post-World War II Venice Ooh, okay. on All Hallows' Eve. Really? Pierrot, now retired, reluctantly attends a seance in a creepy old palazzo. Palazzo. Where one of the guests is murdered. Is that your Liam Neeson impression there? No, not yet. Not yet. It'll be in theater September 15th of really? this year, this not 2025, not wow. 2028, wow. 2023. I guess that is this year, right? Gal Gadot won't be back because she got killed in the last one. Spoiler alert, by the way. Wow, way to ruin another movie. <laughs> yet another movie for the throngs. Oh, out there. and yeah, we saw uh, Guardians last night. Yeah. If you watch it next week when it comes out, yeah, there are two closing credits scenes. Stick around. That's right. One at the very, 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 very end. Very okay. All right, Star Wars fans. I've heard of it. They're going to love this. You know, May the 4th Be With You is coming up on May 4th. And something very special is going to happen. If you are a Carrie Fisher fan, she is finally going to receive her star on the Hollywood Walk of that Fame. That was a long time I know, ago. I would have thought so, too. And so it, it comes on the May the 4th Be With You, mm. a celebration on Star Wars Day. And this is cool because she's going to join... Of course, uh, other Walk of Famers like Mark Hamill and Harrison Ford. As a matter of fact, uh, she's just going to be a few feet away from the star of Mark Hamill, and she's going to be directly across the street from Debbie Reynolds. Oh, Isn't that cool? Yeah, so there you go. We should be right next to each other. Well, you know, it's kind of – there was a little – there yeah, was okay. a little – Little, I, I'm picking up the word. Push mom away. Distance a between mom and daughter occasionally. So I think that makes sense. I told you about Debbie Reynolds telling me that she had a bike prepared in case there was an earthquake. Yeah. All stocked up with food and water to ride her bike to to Carrie's house in case they had a massive yeah. earthquake. Like that is the sweetest thing I'd ever heard. Of. Wasn't she the sweetest woman? Oh, I loved Debbie. You know, Reynolds I've, I've told so the story much. before how she sang beautiful. Katie for my oh, daughter. That's right. Because I interviewed her on my daughter's birthday. So yeah, she is one of the great Hollywood stars. She actually had. She goes, I don't have any, you know, prints to autograph. Yeah, but I'll send you one. I'm like, yeah, sure, that's going to happen. I got one. She got one. Yeah, yeah, you got one. She too. Anything else? That's it. That's it. Yep. Well, that's it for me too. So I guess we're done. All right. Movie reviews and Hollywood news. The KSL Movie Show. The Movie Show here at KSL News Radio. Stephen, we probably ought to talk about yet another movie. So, which one should we do here? Should we do, uh, how about if we just do a little speculating on Big George Foreman because it screened last night while we were all watching Guardians. Well, unfortunately, the numbers are not good. Um, Rotten Tomatoes has it like at 56%. Um, It it looks like it might be a faith-based movie because, you know, he was a boxer for a long time, the old Thrilla in Manila and all that. Uh, And then kind of lost his way. I mean, he lost everything. And then I guess, you know, showed him the the Foreman grill. (laughs) The Foreman grill. (laughs) And and ta-da. I mean, his life changed dramatically. Yeah. So uh, the guy who plays him, I mean, he's a big dude, so I, you know, I wish I knew more about it, but it hopefully is a good film. It is out in wide release, although you know they said, we're not going to send you any links or yeah. screen it in advance, which is never a good sign. Yeah. 
and they screened it or the night that they did well actually it opened last night and so but with guardians there's no way i never had the chance to meet george foreman but i met his manager who was just a little bandy rooster guy i mean he was just the opposite he was out of the movies he wasn't a don king but he was oh man he he was really something character yeah he you know you've used this term before you could have called central casting and said I need just this, you know, and and he would have been the guy oh, no that, that showed up. He used to come to some of the staff meetings for KMOR back in the old days. And, oh, man, it was just kind of in the, the Foreman Grill area. So I guess there was a little flush money. So George Foreman bought little radio stations. And Did he? KMOR was one of them. Be yeah, you crazy. know, all his kids are named George, too. Really? Yeah. See, I didn't know they were Greek. That's That's the case. You know, Greek families, if you shout Mike or George... Half the family comes over. It's not and Nick. You know, if you put in Nick, you get them all. So George Foreman, great. Yeah. Okay. It is not a donut hole, but a smaller donut with its own hole. And our donut is not a hole at all. On KSL News Radio. Steve, we. You know what? Do you know what I'm going to do here? Because our guest, our guest, has yet to arrive on the phone line. Oh. And I'm thinking we ought to do. Telephone torture. Blaspheme. No, I'm, I'm thinking it's time. And back in the studio, they're going, wait, we can't do it here. No, we can't. It's time. You're pretty confident. I'm, I'm, I'm that confident that we can do telephone torture right Gustavo's here. was like, oh, I don't want to do it now. The KSL Movie Show. <laughs> telephone torture. Guess we are doing it now. Yeah, we are. And fabulous. We're committed. That, yeah, we, we committed. Once we play the big opening that we pay so dearly for, it. we got to do it. So, all right, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Telephone Torture. Fabulous prizes worth up to dollars. Of course, this segment is sponsored by our friends at the Megaplex Theaters. Yes. And we have a tub of popcorn. We have two drinks. Oh, yes. And two movie tickets to go with it. That would be helpful. That kind of seals the deal there. <laughs> Otherwise, you sit in the parking lot. <laughs> Otherwise, you just go in, get your popcorn, and you just kind of. Although, I've seen people there. go in oh, and absolutely. Come out with popcorn. Not even. Remember our, our friend Sharon Goodrich up at Primary oh, Children's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She used to do that. She used to go into the Megaplex theaters and she'd, she'd buy the mega tubs and stuff. And then she'd take it to her office and just nibble on it. Oh. Yeah. That's nibble. So cool. That's such a polite little word. Nibble. You know? Unlike like, us. Rah, 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 rah. That, yeah, we look like. <laughs> Fantastic Mr. Fox. <laughs> Fantastic Mr. Fox is going. Rawr, 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 rawr. Okay, so, you know, we don't go for certain callers anymore. Yeah. That's... We just clear the phone line, and then we take, it's at KSL Talk. reading your mind was pretty difficult. Well, no, it was, you were getting too good at it, as a matter of fact. So, we have today, Women in Cinema. Oh. And you don't have to name the female voice that you hear okay you simply you don't have to name the character that they played but you just to need to say the movie that they were in okay right. okay so here we go ladies and gentlemen let's go to our first and we'll let you pick we we have five door number one two three four and five you can okay. pick wink martindale <laughs> i have a great line here but this is family radio so we <laughs> What are you chortling about over there? Uh, I always oh, love St- your pretend Steve's, jokes. Steve's little dark mind has just gone to a weird place. So let's go to our first it caller. Lives in a weird place. And uh, they can select which door they want All to right. have. So, hi, who's this? 
Hello? Earth to listener. I hear the fuck. Listen, listen to the, it sounds like we're out in outer space here. Well, we are occasionally. Phone call from, you know, Matt orbit the Earth from the Martian movie. All right, let's go back to the phone love line. Hi, I know, I love that movie too. Hi, who's this? This is Don. Don, how are you? I'm doing great. Okay, you have a big decision to make. You need to pick a number between one and five. What's it going to be? One. One? Yeah, are you sure? Yep. <laughs> Sounded like You sound awfully sure of yourself today. So now if you can answer what movie this soundbite comes from, you will win the fabulous prizes worth up to dollars on Telephone Torture. So here we go. After all, tomorrow is another day. Okay. Oh, wait. Can you make it louder? That, that sounds terrible. Well, it sounded fine on my end. Where are you? Oh, I've got a home phone, but it doesn't sound... Oh, Maybe you should go to my hearing center. Yeah, that's right. We, <laughs> no, we do know. Okay, so... Take it louder? What, uh, that was pretty loud. Yeah, that was not if on we my pl- end. If we, okay, play it one more time. Normally we don't do this, okay. but here, here we go. After all, tomorrow is another day. Okay. If you didn't hear that, you, you're, yeah. you definitely need to go to my hearing. Blew my ears out. Okay. How Got about um, one? Gone two, with the wind. Th- that's it. That's right. it. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Well, yeah. that was too easy. I feel guilty. I broke the rules on that one. Yeah. You know? Gave him another chance. Yeah. Because you know we need to be careful on this one. And I'm not saying that Don did this, but you know it's kind of easy to use the computer. No, I didn't. I know you. Don. You wouldn't do that, Don. Don. Not me, Not Don. Well, you've won fabulous prizes worth up to dollars. Of course, you have. All right. So that includes. Why don't you tell me what it includes, Don? <laughs> it includes uh, two movie passes to Megaplex, yes. uh-huh. uh, a gift card, no. and a large popcorn. <laughs> no gift card. Well, you're making up stuff now. Yeah, That's... he's making stuff up. You get two drinks, Don. <laughs> You get a tub of popcorn, I knew that was dangerous. And you get two movie tickets. And a new car. And and a new car in your dreams. So, Don, (laughs) thank you. We'll be here all week. No, it just seems like all week. So, Don, what movie are you going to go see? The new uh, Guardians of the Galaxy when it comes out. That's right. Next week. Now, you're a member of the movie show Club, too, aren't you? Oh, yeah. So okay. Well, you can come that Saturday morning. Well, you know, the club, well, you, you have to get your tickets I've, first. Oh, I've entered. Yeah, you've entered. Well, you know, we need to we need to talk about that, those, too. We select those, so you're, you're probably not going to make it. For, <laughs> yeah, we're very selective, and, you know, we go through and we have Unless to. Unless you bring us some candles. Yeah. Ooh, there oh, we go. All right. <laughs> Let's make a deal with Don. What? Are you making a deal no. here? No. Is this a nefarious deal on the movie show? Nope, it's not nefarious if it's out loud. No, it, 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 we'll talk to the FCC about that one. Okay, so now, Don, you're going to go see Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy. You've got the two tickets to the Megaplex Theaters, and you've got, of course, the tub of popcorn and the two drinks. And there's one little chore you have to fulfill before you can actually take possession of those things. The man from Hoboken, New Jersey, Old Blue Eyes. So he was on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
He was from Hoboken. Yeah, yeah. checks out. What else is Hoboken known for? Uh, gardens? No, it's just outside there that Aaron Burr and Hamilton and Hamilton had, had their, their duel, their little duel. Yeah. Wow, that's why they were so mad. They were in New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> no, they why didn't they do it in New York? They had, to, they had to row across the river in order to get out of the city. They couldn't take the bridge. Well. <laughs> Okay, Stephen, we'll have to talk to you about your history lessons coming up. The movie show today, and a big thanks to the Megaplex Theaters. Megaplex Theaters, of course, have been the proud sponsors, the ecstatic sponsors of Telephone Torture Now for Eons. Yes. Yes. And if you join our movie show club. That's right. You can join us to see the movie Guardians of the Galaxy. Now, this is how it it goes. Uh, it's presented by the Megaplex Theaters and the Movie Show. To win, all you have to do is text the word MARVEL to 57500. That's KSL00. And then that's it. Text MARVEL to KSL00, 57500, and you'll automatically be entered to win. Plus, you'll have the option to join the exclusive KSL Movie Show Text Club. I'm not sure if that's worded quite correct, <laughs> but you'll be able to join the KSL right. Movie Show Club, which has all kinds of cool opportunities to win fabulous prizes worth up to dollars. Yeah, so, now that we're back in business. so we, And that's going to be on May 6th. Yeah. It's the, the screening, and it'll be in the morning at uh, the Megaplex Theater, yes. and we're going to be hanging out there. And we're not going to tell you because you're going to show up, and yes. that would be weird. So we'd have to... Ex- you're not in... <laughs> You are not a winner. You are a loser. Okay. Well, this show just gets more sophisticated all the time, doesn't it? That's what we aim for. That's what we aim for. And we continually hit that target. It's the world-famous KSL Movie Show on KSL News Radio. Okay, Stephen. I mentioned that uh, Joe Puente would be joining us. And he is joining us on the line right now. Joe, how you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on again. It's uh, always a pleasure. Hey, we appreciate you joining us, the administrator of the Utah Filmmaker Association. we got to talk about the 2023 Utah Film Expo because it's happening, what, tomorrow? Tomorrow, yes. I'm, I'm really excited. I, 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 this is the second time, this is the second year they've done it. I, I, I missed it last year. I'm going to make it this year. It's going to be at Mullet Production Services at 158 East, 4500 South, from noon to 4 p.m. Uh, they say it's going to be uh, like a like a Utah specific NAB tile style gathering. And I'm thinking, oh, like <laughs> I, I went, I, I was a communications major. That means National Association of Broadcasters, right? <laughs> well, you know, or something like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're just being nabbed. Yeah, you're being nabbed. So I'm tell us nabbed. about okay, this. Okay, okay. So, uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's an, a film industry shindig. So, you know, you, you make it there, you can meet some people working in the film industry. It's also, this is what I like, an opportunity for people who are interested in working in the film industry to come and meet industry people. Well, that makes sense. Right? That makes sense. And now, Absolutely. And also, of course, 
food trucks. Food trucks. I was going to get to that. Food <laughs> you buried yeah. the lead there. Yeah, I, I saw that. I went, yeah, okay, opportunity for those interested in working in the film industry. That's cool. Big <laughs> shindig. Yeah, that's cool. Utah-specific NAB-style gathering. Blah, yeah, blah, that, blah. that's cool. And then food trucks. But, you know, <laughs> are, are you going to have the world's greatest corn dog truck there? I, we'll find out, I guess. Um, I'm, I look, guess I'm, looking forward to, I'm looking forward to some sort of waffle, personally. <laughs> Ooh, <clears throat> waffles. Abs- boy, yeah. <laughs> nothing like Poor waffles and a corn dog, I always say. Hey, the <laughs> attendance, I understand, is free on this? It is. It is free. Um, there is an RSVP link at uh, uh for more info. Uh, but I suppose we just shared the address and the time. I, I, I guess someone could just you know, crash the party if they wanted to also. Yeah, so, exactly. So, again, this this is happening. This is happening at 158 uh, East on 4500 South, and it's uh, to Mullet Production Services there. Is there a sign or something that people should look for? Which side of the road is it on? Oh, my gosh, that's a good question. Well, usually one... As- I'm, I'm such a huge fan of just the name of Mullet Production Services. <laughs> no. I, 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 don't, I haven't been down there to see what the sign is. Well, usually the, but, uh, the even numbers are on the south side of, of the road, and then the odd numbers are on the north side. So I'm assuming that's on the south side. So Let's go with that. Let's go with that on 4500 <laughs> South. And uh, this event is absolutely free, but it's suggested that you RSVP at the Utah Film Expo.com. That's right. And it's also April 29th, that's the birthday of our official mascot, Maisie. Your Just official mascot? I'm sure. Yes, Your our official mascot? Really? Making stuff up? That's right. It was by presidential decree, I guess. Uh, she's looking at me now, in fact. Anyway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. We well, lost Joe. That's right. Ooh, look at the time. Hey, Joe, thank you. We always like to hear what's happening with the uh, the Utah Filmmaker Association. And, again, this event gets underway at noon tomorrow right there on uh, 4500 South. Joe, always good to hear from you. Thanks for joining us. Great. Yeah. Right. Go to utahfilmmakers.org for more info and other uh, events and activities. Okay, Joe Puente, our guest here at KSL News Radio. I think it's time for a little streaming, not screaming, streaming news. Here we go. Planning on a weekend on the couch? Streaming your favorite movie or a new show? Doug and Steve sort through it all so you only binge the best. It's the movie show streaming reviews on KSL News Radio. Steve, as you and the rest of the world know, I am Utah's Mr. Sports. I was unaware of that. You know, no, no, everybody is aware. If anybody needs to know anything about sports, they call me and then... So how are the Sacramento Kings doing? I No, then you didn't get the rest of it. Oh. And then I call oh. somebody and get the answer. So you're the middleman. I'm the middleman of sports here in Utah. Pe- Peacock. Peacock has dropped the trailer for Shooting Stars. Do you know what that is? I do not. Shooting Stars, me being Utah's Mr. Sports, I know this. It's the origin story of LeBron James. Oh. And remember that amazing high school team. 
and the fabulous four, the the kids that, oh, yeah. you know, they threatened to break them up. And they did. I mean, here we have a team flying around the country playing. So it tells the true life story of James and his childhood friends becoming the top high school basketball team in the U.S. of A. And, of course, it's a journey for LeBron that ended up with multiple NBA championships. Even the, paid for this? Even the Olympic gold medal. I'm not sure. But the film will release on June 2nd. And so you can get a sneak peek. The trailer is out right now. Mookie Cook plays young uh, LeBron James. But there are some other uh, notables. Caleb McLaughlin, uh, who was in Stranger Things and so on. They're all in this. Wood Harris uh, from Creed is the coach, Drew Joyce. So the story picks up with the coach threatening to separate the Fab Four. Shooting Stars drops June 2nd. So go ahead, Stephen. Top that. Easily. 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 Well, this no, is the fight. If it was baseball, you wouldn't be talking that's that way. That's true. That's true. Well, for those of you who don't realize this, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is now in this fifth episode. Right. As of this week, there are four to go. If you are a fan, please, this is the last season. Uh, it's on Prime Video. It is absolutely amazing, and I've seen all of it, and it is it's you know sometimes when you get to the end yeah. of the series you're like oh yeah. man yeah no this one is oh man I like the hitman who are putting on the garbage play oh yeah yeah that's right oh that's, I, the, these these been so long ago no well Steve you know you sit down on one dreary afternoon and watch them all in one fell shot with my kitties right with all of your little raccoons they're and, like meow. <laughs> <laughs> Steve and his cats. You know, I'm really beginning to worry about that. Hey, we have a special correspondent. Ooh. Now, we're supposed to have a big sounder to make a big deal we can do it. out of this, you know. You can uh, do it. No. We can look up a trumpet fanfare Ladies online, and, you know, like they introduce uh, princes and things. Or we could just the, play the Hallelujah Chorus. <laughs> no, it's the Hallelujah Chorus, I think. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. How about a kazoo? <laughs> a k- <laughs> the Kazoo-lalooya Chorus. That might work. Or an accordion. An accordion always works because it adds, you know, a little more class than the kazoo, but not quite the hallelujah chorus. Mm, okay. Well, Weird Al showed us that. Weird, oh, Weird Al. I used to love Weird Al. He's got Did you ears. watch his the Al Yankovic story last year? Uh, that was like the funniest thing I watched yeah, the entire year. Yeah. I heard it was. I watched. Uh, Meanwhile, we need to introduce okay. this guy. Who is it? You know, since since we are ill-prepared and we didn't pay the big-time announcer to do the proper opening for the KSL movie show correspondent, it's our own Andy Farnsworth, who is joining us. Yes. How's the trend? Yeah, he, he slipped me a hundred dollar bill, so we got him on the air. Some oh, there we go. Music for you. Oh, accordion. Okay, here we go. Bring music. bring that up. Make it swell. And now, no, not that's too swollen. And now, ladies and gentlemen, this is Hallelujah. This is Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah yeah. on the accordion. Now, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> it is Lawrence time Welk to find out what KSL special. Correspondent to the movie show doing here. has to say, Myron Florin. Remember him? Ooh, yeah. Uh, where did where did I dredge that up? I don't know. The I great... think that was before I was born. I hate to Definitely say that. Was before you were born. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was before I was born, and it was just barely when I was born because yeah, I am, you know, five minutes older than you. Andy, what have you got for us? Well, since we're talking streaming, there's a couple of big series that uh, that, that, that are dropping. 
<laughs> no, no streaming. Streaming uh-huh. news. Uh, but a couple of things uh, that I watched this weekend, and one I talked about a little bit on KSL earlier. We only wanted morning. one. Well, <laughs> if I had to pick one of the two, I'll pick Citadel <laughs> over <laughs> Fatal Attraction of the two that uh, the streams yeah. that are dropping this weekend. So Citadel is a. Uh, it's from the Russo brothers. They're executive producers. They made all the best of the Marvel movies in the second half of the of the big phase leading up to Endgame, and you can see their fingerprints on this. Uh, stars Richard Madden. From the boys, if hopefully you haven't watched that, but if you have, you'll recognize his name. Uh, Steve raises his hand sheepishly, uh, and then we've got uh, Priyanka Chopra Jonas. So she's been a TV star. Now she's famous for being married to a Jonas brother, and then Stanley Tucci in an action role. Yeah, which you know I. I'll Bunted. never be able to scrub the lovely bones out of my brain in that oh, role. but He kind of wishes you would. <laughs> I bet. He hated doing that. So role. Citadel is a spy agency. Think James Bond meets Mission Impossible. By the way, they have a secret base, which isn't very secret, sticking out of the red cliffs of southern Utah. Yeah. It's really cool looking. That's I want good. to go see it. Do uh, they give us credit at the end? No, they do in the show. Yeah, they right just said, like, in Utah, Ooh, it's, right. and they fly into it. And so, at right. uh, any rate, Citadel's a spy agency. I can't give away too much because they're really trying to keep the plot under wraps. But essentially, um, Richard Madden's uh, character and Priyanka Chopra's, uh, Priyanka Chopra's character are like the two top spies in the agency. Okay. And they both get their memories wiped. And. Years pass. And Jason Bourne, it, it again. Picks, yeah, and a little bit of Jason Bourne. That's right. That's right. And then it picks up where they're recruited back because there's a nefarious world plot going on and they need their top agents. And so I, I really I can't say a lot, but the, the action's pretty cool. It is cool. Um, they spent a lot of money. They did, it's one of the more expensive series. It is the most expensive. It was more expensive than Lord of the Rings? Okay, yes. Oh, dang. I'm going to say yes. Whatever. <laughs> it's Russo. They have money coming out of their ears. Uh, but... I found it to be really intriguing. I mean, it's nothing that you haven't seen somewhere before if you're a big fan of spy movies. So how do we see this? Well, I see it as, I mean, I couldn't rate it till I've seen the whole thing. I've only seen the first three episodes. No, but, but it wh- was. Where is it streaming? Platform. Oh, uh, oh sorry. Uh, Prime Video. Prime Video. All right. It's it's pretty intense. Okay. It's a lot of it's killing. It's TV 14. I was really surprised that that's the rating because I thought for sure it was MA. I thought for sure it was mature rated. But TV 14? Okay. It's not. I looked it up. I actually went on Prime yesterday just to make sure. there's a lot of bodies flying everywhere. Yeah, but not a ton of blood. So what have you got for us, Stephen? Well, uh, Sweet Tooth, uh, season two uh, begins. Actually, the thing about Netflix is they don't torture you with one a week. Yeah. They just <laughs> throw it all out there. So all eight episodes of Sweet Tooth, if you saw that, that's the little hybrid kids that after the, the sick okay. took everybody out, then the little hybrid kids came back, and they are... Trying to survive yeah. in this little zoo thing. But cool. Sweet Tooth is adorable. It, it's getting a little, shall I say, long in the tooth. Ooh, the, okay. The first few episodes <laughs> look like they're trying to stretch it out a little bit. But All right. Well, hey, this one. You know, you and I have been fans, and I was kind of a late bloomer on this, but I really got hooked on it. And uh, Only Murders in the Building. They've wrapped production oh, yeah. on the third season here. And along with the uh, leading trio, Selena Gomez, Martin Short, Steve Martin, we're expecting the likes of Meryl Streep this season. I love that, the way they, you know, the kind elevator opens. In, yeah. And there's somebody that just blows you away. Isn't Paul Rudd And also? Paul Rudd as guest stars. And so everybody's all excited about this. But the season uh, is all wrapped and set and ready to go, season three. But no date yet. No date yet on that one. Well, both the first two seasons were late August, if I remember right. So 
I'm, I'm assuming they'll target that same thing. Okay. Reluctant Traveler is another series yeah. that has been renewed for a second season. Okay. That's on Apple TV Plus with Eugene Levy, which I loved yeah. the first season. Eugene so. Levy is just fabulous. Now, real quickly, both you guys have been talking about Fatal Attraction. I have not seen it yet. And real quickly, what have we got? Well, we've got uh, a remake of the 1988 movie. Uh, it, they've stretched it out into eight episodes, so eight hours total from a two-hour movie. So to fill that out, they've essentially given you a lot more. It, it's a puzzle. It's like a puzzle mystery. It immediately opens, and your main character, Joshua Jackson, is on parole for the murder of the woman he had an affair with. Okay. And then it keeps jumping back in time to 2008 as you watch how the whole thing unfolds. So it's jumping between present day uh, Dan and past Dan. And the difference is, as they go along, it seems like they give you another piece. So uh, the first two episodes, you see a bunch of things happen. And then the third episode, you suddenly see all those events from the perspective of Lizzie Kaplan's Alex, the, the so-called crazy lady that he suppo- that he right. murdered, uh, or that somebody murdered. Huh? The That's part of the mystery. Money boiler lady? Yes. So what is this going to be rated? Oh, it's hmm. mature for sure. But okay. I was surprised in a weird way that it wasn't as graphic as I figured it okay. would probably be, especially for a mature streaming show. In fact, they don't even get to the affair part till the second episode. Okay. And Perry Mason, season two just wrapped up. Okay. I love this show. It's got some edge to it. It is not your grandfather's Perry Mason by any stretch. Really? Raymond Burr wasn't available? <laughs> he, no, he was not. In Nor- they, they've changed Lieutenant characters. Lieutenant Tragg, is he going to be in it? Della Street is... Uh-huh. Uh, she's Della cool. Street? Oh, they're all... Paul. Paul's in it. Yeah, yeah. there's a Paul. Does there's a prosecutor a, ever win a case? Harrison Berger, he's almost... Actually, he, he won... His last case. All right. There we go. There's your streaming news right here on KSL News Radio. All right, Stephen. Sir. We probably ought to review us yes. another film. Yes. So uh, which one should we do? Should I we... think Peter Pan and Wendy. Really? Yes. So we're going to drop down to the streaming category. Well, I mean, it is a Disney That's Plus, okay. but it's That's okay. probably the best of the rest. We we are not discriminating well, that's on good. this show. Although we do like things to be on the big screen first. Absolutely. And yeah. this should have been. Okay. Peter Pan and Wendy. Here's some sound. I don't want to grow up. I want things to stay the way they are. Can't stop time, Wendy. Whether you like it or not. She was flying. A little bug did it. I don't think that's a bug. She is a fairy. Are you Peter Pan? Were you expecting isn't, someone else? Isn't that amazing how many times this story has been told. Yeah. And I'm anxious to see this. And the reason to see this is that it's different. Now, the beginning, everything is exactly like you're just watching the animated movie, only it's live action. Right. And they go to this island, and I had to look it up. It's something, a peninsula in Newfoundland, where they shot the coastal scenes. I mean, it is gorgeous. Uh, but um, Jude Law plays Captain Hook. Wow, he'd be great. He is so good. And the young woman who plays Wendy, I kept looking at her going, who is she? Mila Jovovich's daughter. Really? Yes. And so, you know, Michael and John, and they all take off. Yeah. And Tinkerbell can't talk, which I thought was cool. Does she have a sound or something, though? She has, well, she makes a little noise, but you eventually learn how to understand her is kind okay. of the deal. right. The, the difference here is they make Captain Hook a little sympathetic. There's something in his past that created this whole thing. And some of the early Barry um, play scripts, right. he went through and, and they did rewrites and finally came out with you know what he came out with. But some of the early stuff had you know Captain Hook and Peter Pan had 
some kind of a connection at some point. Little history, huh? Yeah. And so it makes him a little more sympathetic. It's just, I thought it was really well done. There's some moments that lag a little bit, I thought. But for the most part, I really enjoyed Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Look at this. We, we just got sidetracked here by oh, Tracy. Eight. Tracy is just snarfing up all There's, of the Diet That's Coke. all the Diet Coke in Salt Lake City. She's cornering the market. Anyway, Meanwhile, back at Peter Pan. It's Disney Plus only, and okay. it is gorgeous to look at. Uh, there are a few little issues here and there. Andy, what do you Andy is just over here dying Andy to say Andy. something. Andy, get on the microphone. Oh, yes, yes. The, Our special correspondent, you know. The Cree, the woman who was kind of maligned in the uh, animated... Movie. Okay, let's see. Now, that is this one, I believe. Are, are, here, are we on here? You're right here. Uh, is it this one or that one? There we one? go. There we go. Yeah, that's a no, good No, I point. was just going to say, Tiger Lily, they treat the, the natives who live on Neverland with much more respect than the original cartoon like did. Like complete respect. Yeah. yeah. And and they give Wendy, she's not just the damsel in distress. No, she's and tough. She doesn't just need Peter's saving. She certainly can hold her own with, with the rest of the I thought that was a couple of the things that were improvements over the animated one that, you know, not everything that flew in 1930, 1950 sure. flies today the exact same way. And I have to say the pirate ship flying was much more believable than Uncharted's pirate ship flying yeah. last year. Even oh. when you flip it upside down, that was so cool. Un- Uncharted, <laughs> holy crap. Yeah. Okay, so this is on Disney+. Plus. Only on Disney+. Plus. And okay. sadly enough, because this is a gorgeous-looking film, it should have been on the big screen. I know. That, that's doing? the only thing that bugs me. I, you know, we laugh about not discriminating between screening, streaming, and, and everything else. But some of these movies, gosh, why not, why not put it out for a month? And I know. Let people see it on the big screen. I thought they had kind of gotten on board with that, but apparently yeah. they decided, no, let's just do it. But it, it's, a, it's a gorgeous film, and like Andy said, there's a lot of things they fixed that you know, needed to be updated. So okay. good job. All right, so that is called let's uh, the Peter whole... Pan and Wendy. Wendy, which was the original name of the of the play. Um, I give it a B plus. Okay, the movie show. You probably think this world is a dream come true, but you're wrong. On KSL News Radio, still a lot of movies to talk about showing up. We'll talk about Polite Society. Uh, we already mentioned uh, Citadel and uh, Sweet Tooth. We'll talk about that. We mentioned- uh, we mentioned Sweet Tooth already. Also, was I not here? Well, you were tuning it out. That was during <laughs> streaming news. Oh, that's right. That's right. Sweet Tooth. The little hybrid kids that are part animal, part human. Uh huh. Little kid with they call him Deer Boy. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. You <laughs> stick those crickets. The movie show. <laughs> it's a fake laugh. It's real. Okay, the movie show, and we need to talk a movie here. Uh, How about if we do Showing Up? Yeah. Okay, here we go, Showing Up. You should make more like this. I'm enjoying my retirement. I get up, I do a little of this, a little of that, and before you know it, it's time to watch TV again. That sounds (laughs) terrible. That sounds like a description of our lives sometimes. You get up, watch TV, go to bed. This is one of those... Watching life, still life. Ooh, is it like drawing paint on the wall? Although it's got Michelle Williams in it. Yeah. It's got um, um, Judd Hirsch is really? in it. Really? Yeah. Uh, 
Hung Chow was in this movie. I mean, these are Academy Award either nominated or winners, and it's about a small liberal arts college in some obscure little town. Yeah. And everybody's making their goofy little arty projects, you know, like string and they... Well, if you move it over here, it changes the whole meaning. Oh, so it's, really? It's all that really pompousy. <laughs> I mean, it, some of the stuff they they're making is just like, what? People buy this crap? Yeah. Uh, it it was painful. Oh, it, really? Yeah. I and I love all these people that were in it. Well, you know, sometimes these quirky little movies, you know, like Richard Farnsworth driving across the country. Thank you. I was just handed a sweet little card by this wonderful little gal over here. She says, bite, have, bite me, Doug. Says, no, it says, have a super day. Oh. We'll see what yours said. Yeah, but, you know, you think of Richard Farnsworth driving across the country in a lawnmower. Yeah. Sounds like, but it was fascinating. It was wonderful. But this one, This not. is not it. And she's all angst-ridden, and her brother is digging holes in his backyard. He's all, you know, I'm doing a super big art project. Like, no, you're not. You're just digging <laughs> holes in the yard. Mom's weird. Dad's Judd Hirsch. And he's like... Oh, I'm so. Oh, he used to be a sculptor, and that's Michelle Williams. She does these little, you know, like, lady sculptures, and it is. Thank you, sweetheart. That's so nice. We're getting little cards here. Oh, I'm, I have an epic day. Epic day. Yeah. All right. I'll see your super and raise you epic. I, I think your epic does trump my super. I believe it does. Yeah, I think so too. So I'm sorry, but it's not. Is this in in release? It's in release. I mean, this is one of those, I mean, she's done other movies like this before. I think she did one, and I think Michelle Williams was in that one, too. It's just, you know, watching somebody going through, a, you know, a few days in life, and she's got a show coming up, and, you know, she's going to all her little, and she takes them down and gets them fired and everything. So I'm learning a lot about all these liberal kilns. arts. Yeah, <laughs> kilns and painting and, like, oh, boy. Okay. It was tough. So what, what's the grade on this? Uh, I gave it a C, I think. A C. Yeah. Wow. This was the one that, the, yeah, they actually had a screening for it, and I was just burnt. I was at the end of the week, and I, I can't do it. They go, well, we do have a link. I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, talk about <laughs> head nod. It nodding was, off. It look, was brutal. Looking for the highly caffeinated Diet Dr. Pepper. Highly. Yeah. Super. Okay, so epically the caffeinated. title again is showing up, and you're saying we shouldn't show up? I, I would agree you probably shouldn't, even though Ooh. maybe if you're – Super Michelle Williams fan, or you like Judd Hirsch, or yeah. But okay. other than that, wow! All right, paint, literally watching paint dry. Okay, well, it sounds like a high recommendation. On that note, okay, still to come on the movie show, we got the movie show top ten Ooh. to talk about, and we've got uh, another movie here, Polite Society. Yeah, that one's kind of cute. Okay, we'll talk about Polite Society and more. Maybe give you, at the end of the program, just a little uh, heads up again on a movie that Steve and I both really, really like. Oh, yeah, we should definitely spend more time on yeah. Margaret. Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. And uh, if you're the, a fan, and, and I really, I, I was aware of it but not familiar with it, and uh, Judy Bloom. Uh, There's another movie called Sisu that I tried to get to see. Yeah, yeah. And it's a Finnish film. Uh-huh. And they say it's John Wick. Only violent. Oh, man. And I go, this is one of those movies that Scott Renshaw goes, it's one of those movies where you're like, you know you messed with the wrong dude Ooh. when he does this, this, and this. So, yeah, it is okay. a John Wick. Squared. Super John <laughs> okay. Wick. Our epic. Sisu. John Wick. Didn't see it. Steven, I think we better do the movie show 
top oh, sure. ten. Okay. So here we go. Ten, nine, the KSL Movie Show Top Ten. Now, do you think the goat bleat, you know, kind of makes up for what? Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say no. <laughs> no, but it's, I don't. Know, I can't believe I'm. Even you got to admit that. it's cute. It's cute, but it's not embarrassingly cute. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying, Steve? I'm saying you should got it and figured that out by now. But really? Okay. Okay, a Japanese anime movie is number 10. Is it Susumi? Uh, Susumi, yeah. Susumi? All right, and it has been out two weeks, made about $9 million. It, the money has been made overseas, though. Yeah, well, like 52. Yeah, yeah. okay. That, you know, we, we often talk about the Chinese market. We often talk about Europe, obviously. Yeah. And we're considered, you know, kind of, uh, you know, pals with... Uh, in in the marketing of movies with with Canada, so they're North American numbers basically. I never hear Japanese numbers. Well, the anime is they, there's a select little group of people yeah. that are absolutely oh. devoted around the world. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, but even in the United States, it, it's a select group, but they're there. Bo is afraid. You know, when we <laughs> when we first said hi to Julie today, she said, "Now, what was that movie last week that you said don't go see?" Bo, yeah, Bo is afraid. And this is a three-hour movie. Must have had a, a spectacular budget because of the star power. Well, some of it. the animation, too. Yeah, exactly. And Joaquin Phoenix doesn't work for free, although well, he maybe in this movie he should have. Bo is Afraid has made just over $3 million in its two weeks. How in the world? But does... the word has spread overseas massively. Yes. sixty. Thousand dollars, no kidding. For the rest of the world, can you imagine the people that red lighted this thing? And you know they're sitting there. Well, green light. No, they should have red lighted it. You know, they go. What? What do you think? Should we make this movie? Yeah, let's pour. You know, tens of millions, hundreds of millions of dollars into it. And it is. I've I've never worked so hard to try to enjoy a movie than I did with this one. I. Hated. It, I was exhausted by but the But Bo is afraid is just. I'm afraid Bo sucks. Oh, and, and <laughs> Bo sucks. It really yeah. does. And the star power in it. I know. It's just. Anyway, I, we could go on and on about hating this movie. Renfield. This caught me off guard. I was pleasantly surprised. It Come is on. a. You knew it was Nick Cage and Dracula. Nick Cage and. Uh, Blood fest, but I, I have to admit, I got a real kick out of this movie, yeah. and I love the respectful nature that they introduce the movie the and, and throughout the movie page, the history of Dracula in yeah. cinema, yeah. even going back to Nosferatu. Okay, so number seven, the Pope's Exorcist. It would have to be a big deal to call in the Pope's Exorcist. Yeah, uh, and it's played by uh, Russell Crowe, so you know it did okay. Sixteen yep. domestic, thirty-seven foreign. It's at fifty-three. Air. I like this movie a lot. I did, too. Well, it's Damon and Affleck. I know. You know, there's something magic about those guys. You know, going back, Goodwill Hunting. You know those idiots else. sold, you know, Goodwill Hunting for 600000 They They had one bank account, and they bought uh, identical Jeeps. Yeah. They rented a house in Malibu for five grand a month. They went through all that money in nine months. Yeah. yeah. Idiots. And can you imagine now what, in retrospect... What the worth of that movie is. Oh, I, I mean, know. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And look at the awards it got and everything else. Yeah. Number five, Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. You know, I can be kind of brutal on uh, these types of movies, you know, gaming movies, even superhero movies. But I really like this. 
Well, I, I got a kick out of it because it didn't require you to know anything about Dungeons yeah. & Dragons. Yeah, and they didn't assume that you have to be a member of the nerdery of the Geek Squad in order to, to get it. And yet there was some fan service involved, so yep. I think they did a nice job with that. Absolutely. Movie. John Wick Chapter 4, again, Bloodfest and <laughs> violence, but it's, uh, it's John Wick. What can you say? Yeah, and they're uh, they're gearing up. They're like, "Oh man, we got to make another one of these." I know. Are we gonna and do so, that? did he really <laughs> have such an interesting ending? There, we'll talk about that. Okay, Doug. I'm sure. What fifth, sixth sense? It's just, oh no, you just sixth sense. That I said movie. it was an interesting ending to the movie. Uh huh. Uh huh. All right. All right. The Covenant. No, no, Guy Ritchie's. The oh, that, that's right, Guy Ritchie's. The you Covenant. Must say, Guy Ritchie's. That's right. It's actually a really good movie. Okay. And it's done nothing. I know. $6.4 million. Evil Dead Rise. Uh, yeah, it, it did okay, but it's up against Super Mario Brothers movie. And it which wasn't I fun. Did. It didn't have Bruce Campbell in it. I Come know. on. You can't at least, do with that. At least throw the guy a bone. I mean, after all, he's been a guest on the movie show. How high can your career go? Well, that might have been the end of it. That might have been it. It wasn't the Hallmark movie, though. No, the Hallmark movie was cute. It was kind of cute. You know, Bruce Campbell. I know. It kind of threw me off. It was great. I love it. Uh, And then Super Mario Brothers movie. Ridiculous. I know. I really did not like this movie. No, no. I mean, the numbers are unbelievable. Yeah, but the movie was also ridiculous. for us. Yeah, I know, but it's killing it. I mean, look at the numbers here. Almost four and a half, four hundred and a half million Dollars. What is it doing internationally? Another four forty-eight. It's at eight ninety. I thought it was going to go over a billion last weekend. It didn't make it. It's only at eight ninety-two. Only. Oh. oh, that's too bad. How are they going to eat? Super Mario Brothers movie. All right, the movie show top ten is sponsored by our friends at Call Climate Services. They do a great, great job on uh, even Steve's furnace. Oh, they saved my life. They were. Even that, able to fix your furnace. And the cats that, were happy. That fell off the back of a truck from Uncle Louie or something. But uh, No, just John. <laughs> just dear, oh, dear John. You're ratting out the John, huh? Well, there's a few of them out there, so I don't think I'm giving away too much. That is a somewhat popular name. Yeah. Kind of like Steve. All right, so. Doug with a Doug. H is silent. D-O-U-G-H. Doe. Doe, right. Movie reviews and Hollywood news. The KSL Movie Show. Okay, Movie Show here at KSL. We need to talk polite society. Here we go with a little sound. I am going to be a stunt woman. My sister Lena is the only person who believes in me. You are going to be such a great stunt woman. But lately, she's been seeing this guy. Oh my God, Rhea, chill out. Now, I'm not being dramatic, but these people are evil. Okay, it's polite a, society. It's a, it's a cute movie. It's silly yeah. cute. It's about two sisters. One's going to marry this real jerk of a guy, and everybody knows it but but her. The other sister, she's going to be a stunt woman, and her parents are like, no, no, you'll be a doctor, you know, that uh, all that yeah. the India thing. And but it, So it's cute. <laughs> it's... It, it, I didn't think it came together quite as well as I was hoping, right. but it's very formulaic. You know, like, will she marry that guy, or will the sister become a stunt woman? You, well, and they do the wushu, th- you know, where they fly on the oh. wires and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Which was kind of funny, but mm, it's it's a little. Thought you were doing Karate Kid there. For oh a yeah, minute. no, this is you know how they <laughs> get in the air yeah, and they hang. Yeah. Oh sure. You're like, okay, that was cute. Okay, so where where do we see it? Uh, that's uh, at the Megaplex Theater somewhere near. Megaplex. You. All right. And it's PG-13. I mean, it's 
Uh, it's a B, B minus movie. Right. Steve? Sir. We have just enough time to kind of gush a little more over a movie that I think both of us uh, just absolutely loved. Yeah. And Are You There, God? It's me, Margaret, uh, Judy Bloom's uh, story that was just, I mean, we'll talk about a bestseller. I mean, good grief. You know, generations now of young women especially have loved that. But this movie, as I, as I mentioned, this isn't just for the, the tweens and the young girls and moms and everybody. This is for the whole family. And I think it, it's, it's, it's a, a real uh, eye-opener, I think, for guys, too. Yeah. You know, I, I love the movie for me, I, you know, to, to watch it. Well, I kept thinking, you know, Margaret is at that age that's so difficult to transition from, right. you know, a kid to being an adult. And she's thinking about, you know, boys and she's thinking about puberty and she's thinking about religion. And I yep. thought they handled all of that so elegantly and so just felt good. Yeah, it, it really did. And, you know, it, it was fun, too, because all of us and, and I think especially for you and for me. We, we grew up in that era, in, oh, in the yeah. 1970s, you know. Uh, we're, I, I remember some of the, just the, the pains and the heartaches of dating and having a crush on somebody and, and growing up. For guys, it's a little bit more of a, of a less dramatic arc than it is for women. Yeah. And, you know, the, and we've seen it in countless movies. Today you became a woman. And, you know, that's, that's a big part of this movie. And I just thought it was handled beautifully. Well, they don't shy away from it, and yet yeah. they don't overdo it. Exactly, exactly. And I thought, too, the, the angst of moving at an age. Yeah, when that you, was tough. You've got all your friends and everything else. And I thought they handled the, uh, uh, this young woman has a father who is Jewish, a mother who was Christian. Yeah. And her parents are very Christian. It has caused rifts and the lessons learned and, and even the teachers, you know, the, oh, she has a great teacher, that in, teacher was in the school. So, again, uh, recommending this highly. I'm giving it four stars. You're at an A minus? A minus. Couldn't talk you into that A, huh? I guess so. I can go A. Oh. Pretty easy to erase a minus. <laughs> yeah, it is very. No, well, except it, it's, uh, it's really one of the best films I've seen this year. It, it, it truly is. And it's, easily the, the best feel-good movie I've seen this year. Yeah, it, it's that good. It really is. Well, that does it for the movie show today here at KSL News Radio. Tonight, when you go home, please make sure that you hug the people you love. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent. It was senseless. And I will never understand it. I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.